Once more, it is the Reef Lords Pod Academy. This is episode number 11. It's one of those things that uh, when we started off, you think, wow, are we going to get to an 11th episode? And before you know it, here we are. And I'm joined today as I am each and every time by Dora Lou from Reef Lords. Hello, Dora. Hi, David. How are you? Good, good, good. It's great to chat to you again. Can't believe the time has gone past so fast, but I think we say that every time. Uh, an exciting, exciting uh, thing that we're going to be talking about today is this strange thing called a body corporate. And we're going to be talking about understanding your role in a body corporate, if we even have a role there because i know you know maybe if you're a first-time homeowner it's very very exciting and then suddenly you start getting letters or mails or something stuck under your door from something called a body corporate and that can kind of be a little bit scary so should we start off there i mean where, where are body corporates and why are body corporates if i've just bought let's say i've just bought into one of your developments i'm a new homeowner Suddenly, I get an email from the body corporate. Let's start there. What do we do? What's it about? Okay. So, I think for a lot of first-time homeowners, um, they don't know the term body corporate, all right? And then they don't know the fact that they become a member of the body corporate as soon as the property is registered in their name. All right, so if you purchase a sectional title property like an apartment or a townhouse, you automatically become a member of the body corporate upon registration of the property. All right, okay. so I think, yeah, I think a lot of the homeowners, first time, especially first time homeowners, um, are in the cloud of what is a body corporate and now what is my role in it, you know. So, yeah, and I think this episode will take all of us through. And just so you know what a body corporate is in layman's term, because we don't want to confuse you with a somewhat a new concept, all right, for first-time homeowners. And, um, yeah, and then just to also let you know what to expect and how you can voice your opinions uh, in, the, in the scheme. Okay, because that's important. I think layman's terms are very important because otherwise it can get totally, totally confusing. Um, I've got a couple of questions that I want to just throw in at some stage as well. But let's start off with what is a body corporate? Okay, so uh, we're going to put in a very layman's term definition. So it's a collective name that's given to the homeowners of units within a sectional title scheme. So that scheme can be a block of flats, a block of apartments and um, townhouses, all right? So usually those properties are falling under sectional title schemes. So it is formed, the body corporate is formed as soon as the first unit is transferred from the developer, all right? So the body corporate is also non-profit, Okay, and it governs and controls the scheme uh, to run day-to-day -day admins within the scheme. So let's say, for instance, um, the garden service within the scheme, how it's carried out, the security measures within the scheme. So you're going to run the day-to-day -day admins on those, all right, and to make decisions, important decisions. Like, say, for instance, you think the security measure needs an upgrade. You want to put in surveillance cameras within the complex and which requires a substantial budget to do it. Then you make decision on it collectively with the other, other owners. 
within the body corporate. Okay. Now, now a, a body corporate is is a is a group of sectional title owners. It do is it broken down into things like a a chairman and a secretary and a treasurer? Uh, is is that the way it would work? Yeah, so we will get there. Um, oh, okay. Sorry, am I jumping yeah, ahead now? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it's fine because as soon as you get the body corporate, you will have a couple of meetings going, right? The very first meeting, which we're going to touch base on, is called IGM, where you're going to elect the board of trustees. Oh, right? Within okay. the board of tr trustees, you will have a chairperson and um, the rest of the trustees, depending on how many are elected. And each of you uh, will have different responsibilities uh, within the scheme to run the body corporate. Okay. So, uh, so we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's jump back then. So you've said now, as soon as you take transfer of a unit, you automatically then become a member of this body corporate. What does this mean? Um, so... Obviously, you pay monthly levy, right, towards the body corporate, towards the, the complex. So you are entitled to know everything that's going on within the scheme to protect your investment. All right. Is it run properly? Has the budget been allocated properly? You know, things like that. I know what's going on. Has the refuse been collected every day or, you know, removed by the city council? Do you have enough refuse bins within the scheme? So all these nitty gritty day to day admins. All right. You are entitled to know all of them. All right. So it's obviously important to understand how you will get to know about these things within a complex. Okay, so um, rule of thumb is that you keep the contact details of your state manager and you keep the contact details of the managing agent. Okay, so you also got to be very proactive in terms of giving your contact details to these parties as well. So, so that, you know, the, the, the communication is always two ways and you receive notices from them. Or if you want to raise some issues, you also have the right channel to direct. Okay, all right. You see, because I know there's a lot of people that, you know, they're moving and they go, oh, your body corporate, blah, 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 pay levies. And, and, you know, people don't seem to be terribly interested or involved, but it's vitally important because you get a say in the decision making process then, don't you? Absolutely, yeah. As an okay. owner, you can raise your opinions. Yeah. All right. Now, as I said, as you said, I jumped ahead of, of your train of thought a little earlier on. So there's there's a whole bunch of meetings and things that take place there. Can you talk me through those so that we, we sort of are quite clear on how it works? Okay. So I think for sectional title homeowners, um, it's imperative to know what meetings uh, are taking place. All right. Every now and again. So intermittently. And these meetings are called IGM, which is Inaugural General Meeting, AGM, which is Annual General Meeting, SGM being Special General Meeting, and Trustees Meeting. Okay, all these meetings have different um, functions. So let's unpack it. Okay, let's unpack it for all the homeowners. So IGM uh, takes place no later than 60 days after the body corporate is formed. AGM, on the other hand, is taking place annually, 
SGM, being special general meeting, only takes place when body corporate needs to make a very special decision, okay, on something. For instance, um, I've mentioned the um, complex needs in a, a surveillance, you know, system upgraded. Then it it's a decision that involves uh, every owner's opinion, all right, because it involves a substantial budget to be allocated. So that's where SGM will take place. Okay, so IGM, AGM, SGM can be attended by all owners. However, with trustee meeting, on, uh, that's only held between the trustees, the managing agent, and the estate manager. So if you are not a board, uh, you are not a member of the board of the trustees, you don't have to attend to these meetings. Now, trustee meetings uh, are basically a status meeting, okay, that, 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 that's run uh, on a monthly basis for reporting and uh, just to keep track of the progress on uh, the things that are in the pipelines. Okay, all right. Now that becomes much clearer. Um, so we've got IGMs, AGMs, SGNs, SGMs, and then the trustee meetings. So trustee meetings, as you said, they buy a board of trustees only. All right. Now, the question then that would follow on is how would you become a trustee and, and would you want to? Yeah. So for a lot of the homeowners that we've experienced is that they don't really care. They don't really want to be part of the board of trustees. But you know, um, trust me on this, if you want to raise your opinion, it's better to nominate yourself as a member of trustees, okay, for the scheme. But how do you become one is that at the IGM and AGMs, there's always the agenda of electing the board of trustees. Okay, so you can nominate yourself as a um, trustee at the meeting, uh, which is IGM and AGM. Okay, so if you are then voted to be the trustee, so all the owners will have to vote, okay, who is the trustee, you know, um, after nominations. So after you're voted to be a trustee, you will be assigned with responsibility, okay, to voluntarily control the scheme. So just, you know, note the word voluntarily. You don't earn any income. You, you don't make any profits. So that's basically doing everything to, uh, for the scheme out of your own goodwill. Okay, so it's important to note. So your role or your responsibility uh, could be that you keeping an eye out on the financial side of things of the complex or you are assigned with responsibility to appoint service providers within the scheme say for instance security company okay and then you can approve quotes okay collectively with the rest of the trustees or even change rules for the complex yeah, so it, it actually is, it, it, some people might see it as a bit of a pain, but it actually is to the benefit 
of yourselves and, 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 and the complex if you get involved with this, because then again, as, as we said earlier on, uh, you get to have your say. But these are not full-time positions, as you said, voluntary positions. Uh, so, so what happens around the meetings then? Is there sort of times? How do they do it? I mean, these days you can't all get together in a room and have a meeting, surely. Yeah, you know, it's a very interesting thing, you know, the pandemic has brought to all of us uh, is that the new trend to conduct these meetings, IGM, AGM and SGM and even trustee meetings are now taking place online. So via Microsoft Team or, um, you know, Zoom or whatever the case might be. And there are apps that are developed to uh, manage voting process as well. So you know, online process has made it very easy, uh, very easy, actually. Um, so I think it's important to find out from your estate manager or the managing agent how they are conducting these meetings. Now, usually you get notices, or right, you receive notices from them uh, a month prior uh, to these meetings taking place. Okay, but, you know, there are always cases where emails are lost or landing in your junk mails, right? We all experience that. So proactively contact your managing agent or your estate manager would be a good way to go. Okay, now we're gonna get on to the interesting one uh, for a lot of people, the complex rules. Talk to me about that. You know, it's very exhilarating that you're buying a home and everything, you're moving in, you know, proudly a homeowner. Uh, but a lot of the homeowners neglect uh, the complex rules. Okay, so, you know, it's very beneficial for you to really read the rules. I know it's a lengthy document and then it's tedious, but you don't want to be surprised with a fine, right, if you are in violation of any of these rules. Okay, so basically the rules of the complex um, is a set uh, of regulations for the complex and it's approved by CSOS Ombudsman. Okay, so CSOS Ombudsman is the uh, organization that's governing or the governing body for all the body corporates uh, in South Africa, as well as homeowner associations Okay, in South Africa. So these rules are handed over to owners okay upon occupation or registration and all owners must adhere to them for example um, are you allowed to keep pets in the complex so if the rule says you can't keep pets in the complex but then you you know have a pet you know how how is that gonna end up so you might actually giving up your pet you know, or you receive a fine for the pet that you're keeping. So this is important. And are you allowed to put up burglar bars? Are you allowed to install burglar bars uh, on your balcony or, you know, on uh, uh, at your entrance door, et cetera, et cetera. So if you put in the wrong color or the wrong design, you might be fined as well. So it's important to note these rules uh, beforehand, right? Yeah. Now, Dora, another question there, uh, and I, I go back now to my own experience. I'm a, I'm a tenant in a complex. Uh, and when we moved in, we got the list of, of rules and regulations as well. And ours include things like noise after 10 p.m. and children being out and running in the roads, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
if you're a tenant, those rules apply to you just as much as if you're an owner, don't they? Absolutely. If you are a owner, uh, an owner that uh, that is placing tenants in the unit, you need to also communicate with your tenants what the rules are. And it's always a good idea to hand the you know complex rules to your tenant, and they have to adhere to that. Right? No noise after 10, no moving in and out on the weekends, etc. These all apply to tenants as much as they apply to, to landlords. You're 100% spot on. Good. So now what happens as an owner? I, I, I now look at some of these rules and regulations uh, and I'm, for example, maybe I'm a crazy cat person and the rules say that uh, there is no cats allowed or you're only allowed one cat. Um, what do I do? Then I'm going to go, well, those, those are not clear. Those are unreasonable rules. Do I, as an owner, then have a voice? Hmm. So, firstly, before you purchase the property, you should already, you know, um, get a view of the complex rules just to see if it's suitable for your need, for your household size, whether you've got a pet or not, etc. So, remember, everything is for a common interest of all owners within the scheme if you are buying intersectional title property, all right? So when, after you've moved in and you find that certain rules probably are not as clear or unreasonable, you can always raise your opinion as an owner through body, uh, through the board of trustees, uh, through AGM, IGM and even SGM. You can even initiate SGM where, you know, there's that necessity. And it is a collective interest for the body corporate to agree to changes of the rules. So you can't just say, I want it that way, my way or highway. You know, you can't say that because uh, it's a common interest for all owners within the scheme. Okay. We're sort of getting to that time of the of the program where we're going to wrap up now. So, why then, you know, do, do, do we feel that body corporates are so necessary? They are very necessary because they, um, you know, they, they govern um, the maintenance, the upkeep of the, of the complex. So to protect your investment and you have a very large interest in the scheme, okay, to be run properly, to be upkept properly. And many complexes you'll find in South Africa um, fail to upkeep because the body corporate is not run properly. Okay, for, for, for some reason. And uh, I think the root of the problem is that poor communication within the body corporate could be a very major contributing factor um, that the body corporate is quite run down. Okay, so keeping everybody or all parties in the, on the same page is imperative, top of mind. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes sense. I mean, that that's your investment. If the complex as a whole goes down, the value of your investment is also going to go down. So it is in your best interest to be active and uh, to be involved. Because, you know, you can't, if, if something's going wrong, uh, you can't turn around and go, well, look at this place. It's all going to run down, but you've done nothing about it. So very, very important. Um, yeah. Dora, is, is, is this one of the things Reflords is, is prepared to help with to answer questions? Well, of course, uh, we're always here to answer questions, even if you didn't purchase any of our properties, but you've got problems with the body corporate, feel free to drop us an email. Um, 
on Catherine at refruits.co.za. So it's spelled as C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E at refruits.co.za or simply post on our Facebook page, Refruits Property Development. Wonderful stuff. Dora, thank you. That was very, very informative. It's the kind of thing that uh, I think sometimes people are a bit too scared to ask about. So I'm glad that we got a chance to chat to it. It does wrap it up for today's episode. Uh, Dora, thank you for taking the time out. And uh, a reminder to each and every one of you, think home, think reef lords. Wraps it up and uh, you look after yourselves. Take care. Thank you for listening.